in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. With me, I have, to my right... Oh, Dash! <laughs> <Good fucking death>. <laughs> <laughs> Dash's threat is... Bentley Michaels as Raphiria Nightmeadow. Brett as Arthur Magnus. Caleb as Scory Telbrun. And Milo as Bowl. And last we left our adventurers, they had just found their way into the wastes and the outpost of Usama, the Nine Towers outpost. Let the adventure begin. It, it, it. Hmm? I got my fingernail caught on my on my thing, and oh. so I was going. It, 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 it. Uh, I was was trying not to say a whole bunch of real cool guy words. We're (laughs) off to a great start, guys. Oh, it's fantastic. And if you you all remember, uh, last time that you were here, you had approached uh, Professor Tiernan's um, laboratory, this massive, looks like conjured stone building set into the side of the walls of this outpost. A small goblinoid creature had come out to greet you. Uh, and the two ballistas that were attached to the top yeah. of this building pointed down towards you and fired. I need everyone to roll a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, dexterity, Man. stupid idiots. Milo, go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw from the ballistas firing down upon you. Uh, hey, so uh, it, as a barbarian with danger sense, does that uh, get an advantage yep. on that? Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm so glad dec- I dexterity saving throw. <laughs> For sure. All right, tight. Yeah, it is. How <laughs> yeah, did? Oh. oh, he's looking a little more mobile. Yeah, he's janky. Let me let me go see if someone's using internet somewhere. I think that's it. Ooh. Oh, oh, I hate His it when other people use. Yeah, he's got to get that pipe yeah. cleaner. It's fiber optics. That we had all our pipes cleaned. Yeah, yeah. fill the, his internet. The fiber gremlins. optics. <laughs> it's, and they use that word I've heard it before and like, and that's what's funny here. is it's the right word <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything I say it's like you're close but you're also way off <laughs> you're saying the right things but it's also incorrect my sheet says that I have 10 temporary hit points those are probably gone okay my character sheet says that I shouldn't I have said anything. I've got like <laughs> powers and I'm invincible and that I can beat Scory in an arm wrestling match every time. That <laughs> that is that's true, but it is only in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to challenge that. Leave all idea. Those things. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> now I have to role play it. Yeah. Brett, thanks for uh Oh, look at him. He's crystal clear. Four K technology now, Milo. Rhett, thanks I for naming this week's episode. I didn't do anything, so nice. I'm not sure what's going on. I might be coming in and out, so sorry. No, no worries. Um, nice. If I can have you roll a dexterity saving throw from the ballistas that are coming down. <laughs> if you don't remember, that's uh, how we natural ended. 20. <laughs> Ooh, oh. that is perfect. Okay. So let's go around. Scory, what did you get? 11. 11. Uh, Zephyrus. 14. 14. Right, Fury in. 16. 16. And Danger Sense, Wolf. Uh, non natural 20. Not natural. Oh, very good. Very good. Uh, so, you see these ballistas, they come down to aim towards your group. Um, you've got the cart with you. I think you guys departed from it, but it's still n- nearby with your cohorts uh, driving it. We the all make bo- the check and it just blows up in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Our car! <laughs> uh, 
Those were fun NPCs to to hang yeah. along, hang out with for a session. Were they? They're all part of Wolf's crew, right? They were like his. No, Wolf and Rifirian, uh is the two that are, have come with you. The kind of shadowy, dark elf um, aspect of the Great Old Tree, Galadriel. and then the Beast Lord uh, Crag. My Beast okay. Lord. Uh, and I assume Chain is with me as well. So Chain's, Chain's with you. you should probably uh you lost chain he's gone forever uh, with, with that with that natural 20 uh i would don't worry about rolling for chain nope um the ballistas come down and fire you all kind of jump out of the way um ball with your natural 20 you you dash and grabs uh uh scory and kind of push him out of the way um, thank you what you notice though is these these ballistas do seem to have tried to hit specifically you ball they were they were they were aimed right right to the center of the group where you were um, Wait, hey hey um it's it's all good i'm i'm just i'm just here to meet uh Tiernan. oh yeah he's a war like put my hands up <laughs> i yeah. totally yeah. forgot that he definitely uh, looks like the enemy here <laughs> and the the little goblin creature just rushes into um the the building again um and after just a, a moment, you see the the ballistas just kind of uh, point down towards the ground. Mm-hmm. Looks like they were they were powered by some magical means, but that has mm-hmm. now been cut off. It seems that tensions yeah, are still a little bit high here. All aura here. I'm I'm not I'm not one of those other kinds. I'm fully sentient. Hello, hello. Yeah, he's awesome. Knock it off. Yeah, say it louder to them. After after a moment, uh, a taller figure kind of comes out in long blue and purple robes, uh, bald on the top of his, his head, and just scraggly white hair coming out to the sides. And he just kind of looks over the, the, the group and, and just says, Ah, ah, oh, I see. Um, I had the settings wrong. Uh, sorry about that. I'll fix it. I didn't know there was any Warforged on the base. The commander... Didn't let me know that. I will have it fixed. So sorry. Yeah, I'm. I'm only visiting for a while. I'm, I'm here to meet Tiernan. Um, I oh, that's 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 me. You're here. Yeah, I'm Professor Tiernan. You're supposed to be meeting me. Um. Well, I heard you're the one to talk to about these Warforged things, and I'll reach in my pack and I uh, pull out the three pieces that I had uh, from the prison and just kind of present them to him. Uh, I found ah. these uh, in a prison. They seem to be putting the Warforge back together with them and kind of scrapping them together in a Frankenstein short of matter. He kind of looks looks up, uh, up and down. You guys have, have gotten a little closer there. Um, he says, wait a second. Are you from the College of Stormgrad? Yeah, yeah. I sent, I sent word for you months ago. It's taken some time. I had to travel across some seas, and and we did end up getting imprisoned for a fair bit. And yeah, there's there's, there's been some some issues with our expedition. Well, yeah, and then we went to fight a genie. That happens. We fought a genie and we kicked his butt, and then we brought our pal back here. The the the, G, the other genie looking one. He kind of looks, looks around. Heard you have all the aura books. I'm gonna want to look ah. at those. I I do have all of Usama's collected knowledge on aura, but you miss here, Mister Miss uh, Miss uh, Miss. Oh, sorry. Um, your your Warforged friend here, uh, hopefully, can help me decipher some of this. Come in, come in, come awesome. in. And he he turns and enters into the the room, uh, having you guys follow. Cool. I like uh, strut have... forward and lead the way. I'm not gonna look at those <laughs> books. I'll have uh, my uh, Beast Lord Crag just stand watch outside. Not that I think we're in danger. It's just you know, it looks cool. Sure. Yeah, I will, yeah. I will keep an eye out, Wolf. Thank you. <laughs> You're like bully people that try to come to the door. <laughs> yes, yes. You are this man's new ballista. <laughs> I can make that happen. And he just he keeps a he keeps a keen eye on the uh, the surroundings. Um, parks parks awesome. the uh, uh, cart the carriage there in front for a quick getaway if you need it. Even 
All right, sick. Okay, so we go in. Yeah, so you guys you guys enter into uh, the first little room of this building, and it is full of desks and papers and bookcases and no organization system whatsoever. Everything is just kind of piled on top of each other. There's half-eaten bits of bread uh, strewn about the place. You see the little goblin that's trying to you know, put some things together and, and clear off a, a little space for you guys to, to sit around. There's a couple other doors that lead off into deeper parts of this uh, structure. Um, but Tiernan kind of brings you in and says, Ah, so... Yes, I am the aforementioned uh, high researcher of all things Warforged, and as it turns out, as well as Aura. We have a limited knowledge here in Usama, but I have gathered some information, and he kind of like pats uh, about three or four books. One of them's opened with some notes in it. Uh Mr. Ball, I, I was... Hoping you would arrive before the war ended so that we may defeat our enemy more quickly. But it seems there is much to find in these wastes and much still to discover about these warforged. I don't know, Will. Judging by the, the trap you seem to have set for the mage outside, I'm not entirely sure that everything's completely over. Maybe just on pause. Well, the mages seem to be taken care of, and that is useful, but the Warforged still patrol the wastes. They're not controlled by the mages any longer, it seems, but that seems to have just made them more dangerous. Or have they become, like, more sentient, more... Not more sentient. ...in control of themselves, or...? From the reports I've heard, they seem to be angry filled with emotions which they weren't before before they were like a tool but now something has changed in them I felt that panger before ah I'm glad that you have arrived then Um, here, let me, let me show you my lab and he kind of gets up after he's already like gotten everything set up and he walks back to one of the other rooms and opens it up and it's this larger door, this kind of like shutter door that that uh, he pulls on a pulley and it, it opens up into this large laboratory. Inside of it you see massive tables with all kinds of different parts from Warforged uh, and um, on the walls like chemistry setups that are distilling like this dark gray blue liquid and it's attached to different parts of Warforged. Uh, at the center is a large table that almost has a fully complete Warforged um, just sat on it like a uh, like an autopsy room or something. Kind of sounds similar to what we saw at the prison. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I would feel really comfortable with this kind of arrangement. Uh, Tiernan, excuse me. Uh, my name is Story. Yes, yes, Hello. Uh, pleased to meet you. Uh, are you familiar with a place called The Hold? The Hold. I, I, I does not ring any bells, no. It's like in I, another plane and like, you know, they, they, you can like stack boxes to get out, but it's like, it was like, it was like an otherworldly prison. And I could see ah. like, I could see like different dimensions in there too. It was awesome for me. Yeah, I, I I believe it was around uh, at least just before the war ended, and we were there for a brief time. And in our exploration and eventual getaway, uh, we came across a room that looks very similar to this one, and uh, that is pretty much what uh, my friend Ball here was describing earlier. Interesting. And it's, it's quite unnerving, I have to say. I'm kind of getting some flashbacks here. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, this is how I perform my research on the Warforged. I do have to take them apart and understand how all their moving bits work. Um, is this is this one on the table on? There appears to be no life left in it. I've tried to 
cause some articulation of the of the form itself, but to varying degrees. My supply of aura has uh, run a f- fairly dry in recent days. Um, I, I noticed there's a different tint to your aura than what my friend Mr. Ball has. What's, uh, yes. what's your what's your formula, if you don't mind me asking? Um, well, I have played around with Aura a little I, bit. I pulled out my mask while he's giving his answer, just because I want to see if there's any sort of weird necromancy or anything in the mm-hmm. juice. Yeah, as you pull it down, you kind of, you do notice that same, just just light coloration on the stuff that he's boiling up. Um, similar to the aura that you've seen from Ball. Uh, okay. It appears that, that all aura just has this... It's a not, signature kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. It has yeah. A, a, just a little bit of a necromancy to it, to some degree. That's um, going to intrigue Riff, uh, and she's going to like jump up on the table like a cartoon and just stand there and kind of like walk up and down like the edges of the table or whatever and just kind of like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, it's very interesting, I see. And like not <laughs> really getting it, but trying to figure out like... I don't know, like, because she's been around chain long, or you know, uh, ball long enough that like that she's like maybe I can figure something out, and she kind of gets that necromatic sort of vibe. I think. Um. Yeah. Yeah. As as you're doing this, um, and he's in Tyrion's explaining a little bit. Give me an investigation check. Um, as you're taking a look at this fully formed one, just to kind of piece together what you can. Um, ball if you if you can make one as well while they're doing that i'm probably going to be walking over towards the you nice. said that there were vials of the stuff essentially being pumped into parts of warforged yeah you see kind of over on one of the one of the walls held up by like clamps and stuff is an arm mm-hmm. that has like tubes running into it almost um, almost to keep it alive in a way to do to do something yeah yeah, yeah. i i would be poking around that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're kind of like looking at that as you talk yeah. to Tieran in there. Um, I give myself guidance. Okay. 23. 23. And Riff? 21. 21 and 23. Okay. Um, Riff, as you're kind of pacing um, up and down, taking a look, mm-hmm. noticing some of the notes that he's, he has written down on, mm-hmm. on his journal, just kind of left open. Very interesting. Um, the this definitely looks like the Warforged that you fought before. It has that same kind of uh, mass-produced uh, look. It's the same that you saw of the prisons inside. Uh, it looks like it's missing most of a leg, and then part of the torso is missing some bits as well um, that you can tell. Um, Any of my parts mm. fit? I'm thinking maybe this one got hit by like the 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 ballistas outside, like trying to creep up on him, and then it's like he drug it in here. Let me solve the mystery. <laughs> um, you notice that that there that one of the leg pieces that you have uh, may fit in with with the one that's with, with this this warforged that's on the table. Uh, probably not all the stuff you would need um, that you have on your person. Okay. Um, but as you're as you're kind of taking a look and you know the professor is going on about um, how he acquired this and what he's been able to find out about it, um, you notice the same thing. It's the same kind of warforged that you've dealt with. Uh, you can see some modifications were made to try and put aura into it, uh, and you can you can see like there's a little device on there that that he's um, crafted and uh, done some work to to try and looks like to do some sort of experiments. Um, and he kind of, he, he noticed, he notices you noticing and, and breaks from what he's saying. He says, uh, ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> it seems if you see right here, you can pump the aura into the different channels inside of here. How I've been, how I've studied that, uh, aura forge like yourself do. Um, and you do get some articulation of the joint, some movement, but something is missing. And here, let me show you. Ah. And he walks over to where where Scory is, that arm that's being held up. He says, Bolt, if you take a look here, this is... He kind of opens up like a plate to show the inner workings of the arm. He says, this does appear to have 
some designs of aura forging, I believe. And so the aura, if it passes through here in a gas form, should power this with the arcane energies that's needed to articulate. And here, and he kind of like turns up the heat on it, and you see the gas kind of flow into it, and the whole thing kind of seizes up, and then it's just a poof of gas. Now, that's not how that should work, right? Exactly. I uh, I kind of I get the sense of queasiness, and yeah. I, I kind of button uh, my vest a little bit tighter and make sure my <laughs> sleeves are cuffed, and uh, I just kind of just watch and observe it. Um, well, what what you're doing is is a little it makes me a little uncomfortable if I'm being honest, Dean. And um, I understand you're trying to understand these these Warforge a little better, but in in my lifetime, they're real people, and what you're doing is kind of grotesque. Well, I. As far as I've been able to understand, these were never people. They were controlled by the mages. They were they were similar to the first Warforged, ones made purely for war. Had no soul of their own. They could move, though, more like golems almost. Sorry if this makes you uneasy. I, I didn't even put two and two together that this might queeze you out a bit. Um... Uh, Scory pipes up and says, I'm, I'm with my friend, Mr. Ball. This seems very unnatural. And I, I, I take a little offense at, um, the way you're talking about these Warforged, having gotten to know Mr. Ball a little better. I feel that you can't say that they weren't living creatures before you, you said that they were under control. And that that made them not people, but what are our prisoners yeah, if not soldiers people under the control of someone else? Yeah, they're under the control. That's not... A fine moral question, my octopus-headed friend. Now, as a professor and a dabbler in the arcane, I would wonder if you would say the same of a rock, because I can, I can, I can personally make a rock move and talk and walk as much as I'd like. But is it alive? I think that all things have some amount of spirit in them. Well, you have to, there has to be something there for you to manipulate to walk and talk or whatever. Ah, yes, yes. the stone is there, but I, I, I put on my own consciousness to the stone. It's an extension of me. Yeah, you impose it. Able to, what you I've been able to find is that the Warforged are an extension of the mages. And without the mages now, they've become something else. This kind of rings true to Ball, and, and his his mind kind of makes sense. And he just kind of like nods uh, in his direction. Well, if there is anything there to become sentient, to become like me... I would want to try to figure that out and make it so the rock isn't controlled by you, I guess. Here, here. Have you done any research to break the connection that they had? Well, the connection's been broken. Has there been any research to see if there's some other controlling feature going on? Like a, like a, like a withy. Like maybe it's, um, Sorry to say this in kind of an out of character, sure, sure way, but it's a wireless, uh, con- yeah. like like remote almost. Uh, that maybe a part of these um, mages' will is still inside them, doing their bidding, but without any obvious connection. Well, what we've discovered is the the warforged could not be controlled from vast distances easily. There needed to be some sort of connection. Now, if you have been in a Warforged prison, if you fought these Warforged, you'd know that the 
ones bearing a circlet upon their head seem to control the rest of them. It's that magical device that enables a a connection to them that uh, transcends our, space. I believe our young friend Riff had an experience with one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ripped it right off his head, and then like it was super <laughs> awesome, and I was going to put it on my head, but then almost like a magnet, it like snapped back to this other one. It was crazy, mm-hmm. and then he was the new guy in charge because I beat the other guy up with my jacks. Yes, the, the circulates can move from Warforge to Warforge. It seems that once it attaches, a, a consciousness is superimposed upon them, more powerful than a Warforge without one. What uh, we've been able to figure out is you can dispel this enchantment on the circlet, and it will break that connection, leaving most of the... Warforge, if not all of them, are in the surrounding area weaker. Uh, seems in the war efforts, a, a, that is why the arcane uh, combatants were brought in to help destroy our enemy. May, may I ask, what is your end goal with your research here? Well, I simply want to know more about Aura. It is a vastly useful piece of technology that I, well, if I can understand it and utilize it for the kingdom of Usama, (laughs) I can retire in my own large and lavish tower where I can research whatever I'd like. At least now it is a easily accessible research Aren't we supposed to go to a tower or Bacteria something, guys? Place. Um, the area of expertise. Mm. And, and this who, is why I'm here, Riff. Yeah. This is what I need to do. Who is this research for? Is it just to serve <laughs> your own purpose? Of Under the order of anybody? Oh, yes. I have my... Uh, I have those that I... I, I um, lose, I'm, I'm losing the words for it. You answer <laughs> to? You're beholden answer to? to? Beholden to. I, I, I have those that I answer to. Uh, nobles from the capital and some arcane professors of the school. Um, and is it their intent to rid the, the, the world of Warforged or to free them? I'm not sure. They, the goals of most everyone here out in the wastes is to gain power and profit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this is a new place to, uh, to exploit as the kingdom does so well. That it does. <laughs> so, um, if we were to revive one of these Warforge, these these Frankenstein Warforge with Aura. What would you do with it after that? Oh, I would study it. I would I would try and figure out what what causes it to work, how the aura interacts with it, and uh, just try and uncover its secrets. That's what that's what the kingdom wants. That's what I want. What if you found out that by powering it with aura it became sentient it became like me oh well, if it became sentient if we if i created life then that would be a whole another bottle to open um if i had that power then i i would not be here i believe i i could have my pick of research projects what would you do with them with the person with the with the warforged yeah well, I would show it the glories of this world we have. I mean, fresh, brand new eyes to see the world. That is a dream. <laughs> if yeah, I could... Oh, yeah, go ahead and make an insight check for me. Huh. Good call, can I? Hello. Can I as well? Yeah, go, go ahead. You 14. 14. 14 and score it. Riff's going to hop off the table and start like snooping around. Uh, see if she can find books on Aura from that look like they would be from the library. 
Um, I'm also gonna just snoop, but I'm just gonna pick up things that I think look interesting or cool, and, and then try and swing them. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> a weapon at us. Uh, sixteen on my insight. Sixteen and fourteen. Uh, yeah, the both of you, y- you get a sense that he he would be envious of of such a, a creature that was new to the world. Um, he's he that that suggestion has has lit uh some sort of interest in him. So where Tiernan? <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm sorry. This this conversation is getting a lot deeper than I intended, and and I know we're not here for me, but you, uh, I'm a little concerned with the fact that you don't seem to have a definitive line of where sentience begins, and so you you claim that you want to power this thing and then essentially learn and study it what if that thing has a spark of life in it and you're essentially torturing it and making it a prisoner well mr scory i i uh, <laughs> i don't see uh, any evidence of of that being the case but if that evidence were to manifest itself then well it would be a sentient being. I have no claim over any other sentient being. I feel if like... I were to create life, then that life would have to be nurtured, be shown the ways of the world and what's good and what's wrong. I'm not here to play gods. I I must make myself clear. I'm I, I, I'm I, trying just to understand how these things work. So and I mean may... no offense. I, I mean no offense. I, I you seem like a good a good person, but I just have to say the the whole concept doesn't sit well with me. Um, Mr. Telbrun, we are all prisoners of one sort or another, and we are working to break those chains. I'll help you. I need some materials and some things. Uh, I need some gold, and I need to go buy some supplies. But I can, I can help you. Ah, perfect. This is this is a good day. Then <laughs> are you gonna like uh, make your own like Bride of Frankenstein? Yeah, essentially, um, that's kind of what it would be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ball's gonna make himself a girlfriend. <laughs> um. Oh, the one thing I wish I could do. <laughs> IRL. Uh, Wolf, go IRL. ahead and give me an inv- investigation check as you're kind of looking around the room. And, okay. and there's just kind of heaps of stuff to, to look through. You're you're trying to find what, what might be pretty darn cool. Um, That is a 13. 13? Uh, you definitely there's there's definitely limbs to find. There's arms and legs. Um, there's a couple of like tools that he uses, and there's like uh, tracks on the ceiling to like carry heavy objects to and fro. Uh, on the ground, you see like there's a chain that busted off of this thing that was replaced, and at the end of it is just kind of like welded on is just a chunk of like a shoulder. At the end of the chain, yeah, that seems pretty, pretty, pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I pick it up and I'm swinging around my head, and I'm like, I could totally hit someone really hard with this. <laughs> wolf, <laughs> wolf, please, please don't. Just, just put him down. Just and then I, I put it put down, down, and then I, I pick up a, a different piece. I pick up a leg. I'm like, I would, I would really hit someone super hard. This is no. hefty. Okay, I could T- really hit someone super hard with this. Tianan, um. Did you see this one? That, no, put it put it down, Wolf. I could hit someone really no, hard don't, with it, though. Don't hit people with Are you sure? Parts. No. With other people. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> All right. Something that we'll need to change in here, Tin, is we need to treat these pieces with a bit more respect. Having them lying around and chained up to the ceiling is is really makes me uncomfortable. I, I know. To... I'm... <laughs> My laboratory procedures are all out of hand. It's it's tough to stay organized. I mean, uh, it's, it's hard to find good help. It's it is hard to find good help. Not many people like to to work over here, and I can only conscript so many uh, before they leave for bigger and better things. Um, is is there a, a head nearby? Um, <laughs> you don't see any heads. No, investigating. You don't see any. 
any warforged head. The only one that you see is the one that's on the, the table in the middle. Any like like face plates? There's like a jaw, I would say. There's probably like a, a jaw. Practice kissing. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up the the jaw and, and put it up to my mouth, and I'm gonna turn to everyone and be like, "Hey guys, who am I? Oi, oi, umbo, oi, oi." Hey, you're doing this wrong. Put, put him down, wolf. Put right. him down. That's just, odd. That's like so funny. <laughs> um, so but, I'm I'm going to need uh, a bit of gold. I need to go and collect some supplies in town or around the camp and uh, and I'll come back here in about an hour or so okay and we'll make this happen it sounds perfect I I, uh, I, I appreciate it very much um, if whenever you need please come in I will make sure the ballistas are set uh, to to uh, not attack you uh, Mr. Oral Forged um, it can be done. I just didn't think it would be needed. Uh, thank you. And while I'm gone, if you could just tidy up a bit and <laughs> maybe, maybe make it a little... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little can less do, gory can in do. here. I, uh, I can he help you with like, that. Like shuffling some papers and kind, kind of tidying up. Um, Tiernan, I, I would be happy to help you tidy up... Um, I know this can't oh, be easy Thank for you. my friend Ball. And to the DM, does how much does Aura go for? <laughs> a bottle of Aura? Like uh, what we're seeing is, laying around here. I mean, you you as a player are not going to know this, um, but okay. you know you know a bottle of Aura. At least that was was helping to power Ball. Um, it's about fifty gold. Okay. If if Scory doesn't know, it, I would uh, Tiernan. Uh, out of curiosity, how expensive or how do you come by these, the, your supply of aura that you have? Well, there's some uh, traders through Timber Ridge that I'm able to get some supplies through. Uh, most of the aura that Usama itself purchases is used uh, in the kingdom itself. Okay. So I have to get mine uh, less normal routes. We- would you be willing to part with one file? Um, no, 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 no. That the, he kind of points to the what he had connected to the arm and says, "That is all I have left, and it I have been just burning the dregs of it for about a week." Mm. Um, I'll just kind of eye scory and give him that kind of you know talk to me later kind of look. Cool. <laughs> if I have to yeah. roll for it, I don't know. <laughs> Sure, sure. You can pull up the mask, out. wink, yeah. put it back down. <laughs> uh, so, what are you guys doing? Are you guys headed out? So, if Scory's going to help clean up, I I, I think uh, hearing about a shopping trip perks Arthur up a little bit. He's he's uh, if Ball would uh, allow it, he'd accompany Ball. Okay, please. I would. Yeah, uh, I I'm still trying book. to find Aura books. Yeah. So you notice I'm that. Snooping. At least in the front area, there was about three or four books that he had just open, uh, or one of them was open. The other ones were were closed. It looks like those were like his his stash of books on Aura. Mm. Um, he does have one neck, like like uh, in the, in the actual laboratory room mm-hmm. um, that he's been making notes from. Um, that one goes into a little more detail. That one looks like it's was was furnished from the college of store and grad. That one goes over the base use of how it functions in most tinker craft. Can I look at that? Yeah, easy, easy enough to look at. You can kind of page through it. If you wanted to read it, it'll take a you know a few hours to read through the actual book. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'm gonna okay. use my yeah. researcher feature, and I'm just gonna sit and like pull out my thing and start making notes on stuff that I find interesting. Perfect, perfect. Uh, and Wolf, what are you what are you gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna pick up that chain and I'm gonna turn to Tiernan. Uh, can I have this? <laughs> um, uh, sure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sick. Oh, what a score! Just, just be careful. Um, don't hurt anyone. Yeah, my enemy should be careful. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Sorry. Right. Sorry, I snapped. <laughs> Is it with or without shoulder? Oh, it's f- it's fused onto the end. Of oh. Got himself oh a little flail. Okay. <laughs> Older flail. I mean, his also. his axe also uses the bone from a wolf. That's right. You know, it's no, pretty he, fitting. Yeah. Wolf, no, you 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 can't you can't take you can't take him with you. 
I'm very what? sorry. Well, yeah. I, he said I could have it. Oh, I can have it. It's fine. It's, no, I don't need carries it. carries around the bones of his yeah. ancestors in a bag. Guilty. Rather disgusting practice that we have I'll, going on I'll here put it to water. practical use. I it's like a torso it. on a chain, right? <laughs> it's like a shoulder... Um, the shoulder plating. Like a pauldron it's, type of thing. Yeah, it's just the shoulder. <laughs> All right. I, I don't feel super comfortable with this, but it does just look like plating. <laughs> You've been a good boy in the shop, so you can pick one thing. Right, sweet. I got a, I got a chain and shoulder. It's a reach All on right. that bad boy. That's got to be like 10 feet at least. Yeah. If yeah, I hit yeah. someone with it, I'm going to yell out, shoulder check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, some of you stay and help clean up the uh, the bodies of the Warforged. Uh, the rest of you are going to head out and do a little shopping. Nice. Yes, sir. Shopping trip is just what Arthur needs after almost getting killed by a ballista. <laughs> um. <laughs> Taking a look around and asking questions, there's a few places that offer generic supplies that you might need. Um, just outside the gates is the more exotic stuff. Um, it's kind of traders from all over outside of Usama that have come in. Some from Usama, people that don't have the proper papers to get into this outpost. Um, so what are you guys looking to buy? I want to try to pick up 100 gold on our way uh, out. You want to pick up a hundred gold? Yeah, I want to he, ask whoever's there and, and tell them I need some gold. Yeah, didn't you ask Tiernan for gold in order to? Yeah, I need yeah. it. Oh, you're asking Tiernan. I see. I see. I see. Um, he he grabs a uh, a little log book and and writes out a slip and says that uh, anything you need from the outpost um, can be put on his tab uh, up to a hundred gold worth. Um, would there be a room available to us somewhere in here, too? Uh, you can use my laboratory. Um, or I've got... Uh, I think there's a dining room in here somewhere. Is there an inn that we can maybe stay at? Oh, yes. There's there's uh, lodging at the uh, barracks, or there's the uh, uh, wheel inn just outside. The two-wheel tavern. Uh, that's and the one. Would the slip work over there as well? N- um, no, the slip is is just for goods uh, that that the uh, outpost itself can provide. Anything beyond is not part of the purview of my uh, um, my bureaucracy. Well, my 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 pocketbook is a little light. Um, I I could use a little uh, walking around money if you have it. Ah, I mean, ah. he is going into the waste to help you acquire dangerous goods from dangerous folks. We came a long way, and you shot ballistas at us. So I, I do apologize. Um, um, uh, I need someone to give me a persuasion check. Um, I'll do it. Give you guidance. Sweet. What? I'll roll my good dice, and I will grab that guidance. <laughs> that is twenty. Nine, uh, twenty-eight. Dang, that is a charisma check. Uh, yeah, he kind of he kind of roots around in his pockets. He says, he grabs like he's got like five golden sands. Like, just one sec, I'll be right back. And goes off into another room. Here comes back a few moments later with a small little pouch, and it's got uh thirty gold in it. Uh, here, here, this. Yeah, this, this, thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. Um. I, I can try and procure uh, more. It may, it may take some time, though. Um, I don't get paid too much out here. <laughs> Sorry. And you guys are really shaking like him down. Definitely yeah. looks like you're working bare bones. So I, I understand. I just I need a little bit of spending cash. I'm, I kind of spent the last of my gold in town. So I see. Game, so. I see. Well, if you're out in the waste, I'm sure you can make a coin or two out there. As long as you survive. We'll be sure to spread the wealth. All right. One other thing before we go, Professor Tiernan, uh, Commander Urgit, he's a little concerned, rather, about the explosions happening over here in your laboratory. Yes. Uh, he would like to make sure that this here settlement did not burn down and go the way of uh, the rest of the wastes. Uh, 
So you be careful with your explosive compounds and your concoctions and your little toys hanging around here. And uh, I'll make sure that Commander Urgot knows uh, you're taking his advice to heed. Oh, well. Thank you. He is a thorny one. Do, do you happen to know specifically what explosions he might be referring to? There's a not whole conversation. Off, not off the top of my head, no. There was a whole conversation that I noted last time that there was explosions that it were happening. I remember that. that. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if Commander Urgot had mentioned it or if it was like when we came into town or whatever. But uh, is there like a, a weapon smith of some kind in this Definitely. encampment area? Yeah. And and you would know, you would know right where to kind of go um, for that. It's uh, the the place the place is set up in in a in the classic military fashion, and so you can get to a blacksmith pretty easy. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go to a blacksmith, and uh, I'm gonna. If I see Wolf heading to a blacksmith, can I stop him? Sure. Hey, um, Wolf. Um, yeah. I actually have a certain set of skills. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. I can build you pretty much anything you'd like uh, really? for half the amount of gold in half the time that a oh. blacksmith could. Right, well, uh, this chain thing, can you <laughs> put a blade on the end of the shoulder? <laughs> I think that'd be <laughs> Yeah, just, just maybe give me a day or two and, and I could do that for you. Oh, that is awesome. I totally expect you to be like, on second thought, yeah, go find someone else. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? Nate, you're on your own there, bud. Uh, he, uh, ball, it went through his head. He, he Price went made, up. Made sure it was okay, you know. All right, so while they're doing that, um, uh, Zephyrus, what are you trying to buy? You said you were trying to look for something to buy. I, I'm just a coveting ball, keeping an okay, eye out for what okay, he needs. What, yeah, who's who is shopping for who is shopping for what? You, you got your your artificer making stuff. What else are we looking to buy? I also want to uh, purchase the stuff to do my ritual at separate places if possible. I don't want it to be tracked what I buy. Gotcha. Okay. Um, give me an investigation check. Uh, and you'll have to... Yeah. Yeah. Give me an investigation check. Uh, natural 20 plus 2 plus 7. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can easily find, find the stuff that you need. Uh, you have to exit out to the traders outside. Um, but you get the, the necessary components. Yeah. Um, my main intent is to make sure that I buy things at separate places and they don't yeah, seem you, to. You, yeah, you, you split it out over two or three shops. Um, it ends up costing you about uh, 10 gold more than it should. Um, I got my slip. Yeah, but but that, the slip covers it. So if you want to, you know, take 10 gold out and then 50 gold out of the slip. Um, so Tazil would have 50 gold left for, for stuff to purchase in the outpost. And uh, I'll let everybody know that I'm going to get a room at the wagon wheel or whatever outside of town. I will too. That's where I'm going to do my ritual. Far enough away from the explosions. I think right. that's wise. Um, but before I wander off to find everybody, um, I want to ask Tiernan something. Um, Tiernan, we have in a couple of different places come across a ring on the ground that acts as a portal for fast travel. Sure. Sure. I don't suppose there happens to be something like that here. Um, not quite. It'll take some time before they get that established. Um, they're working on it over at the enclave. Um, but it'll make, it'll take time before it's permanent. Okay. (laughs) And do you know, is, is that a common thing to be, putting up those portals around these settlements it requires a, a fair investment of, of time and uh, coin. Um, but if you're going to be making money, try, taking people and goods to and fro, it's worth putting down. Okay. Well, um, and you said it's at the enclave. Yes. Is where they're, they're planning on um, popping that thing. Um, I be- yes. Okay. If you happen to hear any updates, would you mind letting me or one of my friends know about it? Ah, uh, absolutely. Wonderful. I'll, I'll, if I hear anything, you'll be the first to know. Okay. And uh, I guess, I guess we'll be seeing you around. I'm going <laughs> to go find my buddies. All right. 
Um, so yeah, you guys spend a few hours shopping for stuff. You spend a few hours helping organize the uh, lab, make it a little less macabre. You, you, you put a dent into it. Um, you know, it's a lot of putting putting stuff over sheets, uh, or, or putting putting sheets over stuff so that you just don't look have to look at it. But you do organize <laughs> a fair amount. Okay. Um, reading over the notes of the book on Aura, um, you definitely get the the basics down. Um, you know that is produced in bottles. Those bottles can get turned into a gas with the right equipment, and that gas is what powers different tinker technology. Um, you get a you get a sense a little bit for how some of the stuff that uh, ball does works. Mm. Um, but Tiernan doesn't want the in, any of the books that he has to to leave if you if you request them. Um. He'll say no. That that's what you mean. Yes. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit there for a couple hours and just say on the floor crisscross applesauce and just taking furious notes and reading as much as the the book as I can. And then I say, you know, if we can come back, I'll come back and look at the other ones. I just kind of like, I'm almost. It's like a shorthand transcription, I guess, of like what I'm reading. So it's not mm-hmm. like I'm fully copying. It's just like I've got like this, like uh, what are those Caleb the uh, uh, courtroom stenographers or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like that sort yeah. of thing. It's like where I can like fully kind of get it. I've got like my own version of it or whatever, and I've just your own shorthand. Yeah, you yeah. Because yeah, I don't want to go shopping. Point, I don't have. I don't need anything. And then whenever I guess, uh, and whenever I'll, and if Scory leaves before me, I'll stay there until that guy kicks me out, and then I'll be like, all right, and then I'll make my way to the to the two wheel in or whatever it was. Okay. Yeah. No. So yeah, you spend, you spend a good few hours with the, with the book able to take in that, that information that you were, um, unless there's anything else, you guys, uh, retire to the two wheel tavern at the end of the night. Um, I feel like, I feel like ball gets his room to go do his ritual and the other people finally stumble in and I'm like leading the tavern through like a raucous drinking song. <laughs> it is, it is a raucous place. As you guys enter into here, um, the center of this place is, is just a nice sandy pit, uh, all around this circular room is, um, just what, sh- what are chairs because they, fit the the right height and what are tables because they fit the right height it's all like boxes and wheels and just ramshackled from ruined buildings and destroyed uh, war vehicles uh there's uh set up in kind of like a an area of a lot of casks that make up a bar and they just pour the beer straight from from oh, yeah. there uh they they have lots of beer not a lot else and the they also have a second floor that that features a, a lot of like curtained rooms, um, and that's one of the rooms that you you get you get uh, a room for like four silver uh, for the night, and there is all kinds of people here drinking, having a good time. Some get kicked out for fighting, uh, and and good songs definitely uh, as, as you come as you come in, Zeph, you 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 kick up a drinking song with some. Some of the soldiers that have uh, oh yeah started we're, partaking. We're, you know I come in there they were singing like what do you do with a drunken sailor but I like taught them verses that like were made up you know that I made up that are just like even more body <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, absolutely yeah when Riff I'm comes gonna... in I'm gonna like go up to the bar and like stand on a stool so I can like see over it and I'm gonna flip the bartender I'm gonna go hey I need a room and I need breakfast in the morning can you do that oh yes yes uh a room before silver okay uh, <clears throat> breakfast uh it pays in the morning i ain't dealing with that right now uh well tell you what here's a gold piece keep the change i go. and uh you send that food up to my room in the morning don't screw around and do you uh, have water i got beer Fine, I'll just not drink anything. And he kind of just sets a beer in front of you, and then goes back to other other patrons. <laughs> I do not drink it. Okay, I like find a guy down, you know, on either side of me, and I go, "You want one? Here, coming at you hot." And I like <gasps> slide oh, thank it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he made that guy's night. It looks like he he was he was nursing one beer, and he got another one, and he's he's reinvigorated. Yeah, much to uh, buy the bar around. 
Um, I mean, the whole place would be a fair a fair amount. There's a, there's probably 40, 50 people in here. Hmm. Probably like 40, 50 bucks. You can just buy me one. That's okay. Uh, no, no, no. It's all right. I was just curious what it would cost. That's all. Okay. Anything else you guys want to do? Or uh, we want to go on to ritual and going to sleep? Uh, well, go can I room. show people... Can I show people my chain that I got? Yeah. yeah. Clear the dance floor. Right. You, yeah. show, you show a few a few of the soldiers, and they're kind of interested in how you're going to use it. He's like jump yeah. roping with it. Yeah. It's pretty sweet, right? Not a lot of people have this. Uh, my buddy's going to put a blade on the end. It's going to be a awesome. Blade? Oh, man. Yeah. Like you can cut people from like 10 feet away then. Right. Yeah. I'm going to swing it over my head. And then oh, it shit. Around. That's, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty awesome, huh? Yeah. Uh I Try mean, and hold you, it. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a chain. It's kind of heavy. Yeah, for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me that back. See how oh, I did this? Yeah, look at this. You're, you're a pretty big guy. I, I know. Yeah. Can I'm you huge. Can, can you hit the? Can you hit that? And he kind of points to one of the pillars that that are holding up the second wheel on top of this thing. Like, like, can you hit it from here? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, go. Yeah, go. Get, get it. All right. Uh, he wants to be trying to hit it with my chain. Yeah, he wants to see okay. if you can. You can just hit yeah. it. Go, go get him. Give me a uh, regular attack roll. I'll say you're proficient with a chain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's not great. That's a nine. Oh, oh wow. Oh god. Uh yeah, you you you're swinging it over your head. You're like you look over at the guy and you just <laughs> let it loose and it just flies straight past and kind of like knocks the beer out of like some guy's hand and he just gets angry. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Sorry, there's it's a steep learning curve with the chain. I don't do it again. All right, oh, yeah. Wow. What a yeah. nice guy. I would have lost my mind if I was that guy. Sorry. I'm going to uh, lean over to the guy or I'm going to try one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I, you can get it. I was real. Cl- it was very close. I was really close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that was, it's like a test run. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, how many times have you done this before? I've never even used a chain, honestly. Oh, yeah. I just have way too much confidence in myself. <laughs> feel like Zephyrus. Zephyrus drink like singing the songs and stuff. He sees that happen the first time, and now he's like rousing up the crowd. He's like, "This is Thrakus Wolfsbane, and he's uh, he is the champion of the arena of of uh, the place where we were." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like trying to get the crowd like riled up. And now you know, I hope everybody's watching here. Or something. All right, here we go. Here a, couple, a couple folks. <laughs> That's gonna be a twenty-three. Yeah. A 23. You hit solidly in the center of it. Just a nice thick thud against there with the kind of shoulder piece that hits into it. Um, and the the guy that was like, you know, having you wanting you to do this just gives you a big shove. It's like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah that chain yeah, works. Yeah. That yeah, would knock the guy out. Yeah, I, I give him a, a, a shove back. <laughs> and he goes like five feet in one direction, <laughs> kind of like stabilizes himself. He's like, okay, cool. Uh, or I feel better. All right. Well, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> Wait, cool. <you> do more. <laughs> um. So yeah, you guys, you guys head head to bed. Kind of cram all in the uh, the couple rooms you have. And I'll cast uh like once my bunkmate, if I have one, is in there. I'll cast alarm on the door. Okay. Just so mainly, so up. I know when uh when food shows up. Like that's my thought process. Like, oh, alarm mm-hmm. for breakfast, but not. I mean, obviously, it'll also tell us that, like a bad guy show up. But yeah, I'm only thinking about that sweet, sweet, uh, that sweet, sweet continental breakfast. Hell yeah! You know they, you, you know they do it good out here. <laughs> I've heard nice tales of the monastery. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of heart attacks. And ball, you want to go ahead and make some aura. Yeah, make a little bit of aura. Yeah, you kind of put your ritual circle together. You gather your material in a bottle, and you you kind of pull essence and energy from somewhere and distill this uh, liquid into the bottle and cap it. And you have one bottle of aura. Cool. 
And you guys bed down for oh, the yeah. night. I, I make sure I connect with Ball about that. Um, Ball, uh, you, you kind of indicated that you have a way of either creating or procuring aura. Is that true? Don't share it around, but yeah, I can make aura. Um, I don't want it to be a thing. I don't want them to have uh, have it for themselves, really. I'm not sure if they're ready for it, but yeah, I can make aura. If you wanna, if you wanna experiment, it's only fifty gold. I'd, I'd be willing to give you a bottle. I trust you. I don't want to use it necessarily, but I would like to. <laughs> I don't want I don't to know. pay you. But. Yeah, no. I. Th- it's such an interesting uh, concoction. The fact that that potentially could bring life to something. It's what I need to live. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. inspiring. I would you mind if I just borrowed some just to you know look at and uh maybe study but but uh, i'd give it back to you in the morning yeah you can look at this bottle okay uh if there's any safety precautions i need to tell him beforehand i do that <laughs> sure sure okay, <laughs> um, down my place. skin yeah. is blue you you can easily kind of pour it into a little vial that you have um easy enough to do uh, or you can give him the whole bottle for the night. Um, safety precautions. Basically, as long as you're not heating it up, uh, you should be safe. Cool. I will not be heating it up. Yeah. And it, in its in its liquid state, it is very stable. Okay. All right. Um, is there something you were wanting to do with that during the um, night? Nothing probably that results in anything um, interesting. I... I I think Scory would probably meditate on it and maybe try to commune with his ancestors to see if if there's any sort of spiritual reaction, you know, in life past, and then this possibly being somehow a seed of sentience in life itself, and and kind of that Some necromancy. Big questions to ask a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not so much asking the bottle as I'm asking everybody else that has passed on mm-hmm. ahead of me. Like um, me, yeah, he, he, kinda, yeah. Um, you can definitely sit and meditate <laughs> with it. If there's any spells that you want to be casting, if there's anything you want to be doing, Great flame. Um, in that regard, or uh, otherwise, yeah, I'll you know you sitting sitting with it, taking time with it. Uh, you can understand it a little more. Um, definitely using it in some sort of way, experimenting with it, taking time with it, the way Tiernan does, you'll gain a better understanding of Aura. Yeah. Um, I, I might pop the cork and, and kind of feel it like the consistency, the viscosity and yeah. smell it. Yeah. You, um, you open it up and it's got this very clean, uh, smell to it. Taste um, it. Tiny. You, I'm getting there. <laughs> you, you get a little bit <laughs> between your fingers to get the viscosity of it. It's weird. It kind of, it kind of tingles like it's carbonated almost. Um, and, and after a few minutes of, of it being in the open air, um, it'll, it'll just dissipate and, mm. and go off into the atmosphere. Okay. Um, it's, an odd, little... it's an odd substance. Don't smell that. It, it, <laughs> you don't, you don't want to smell it. Don't. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, oh, cause <laughs> it, it can, it can cause side effects and your kind. Uh, oh, um, well, so are you in the room telling me this? Because I, I'm, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, then I won't put it on my tongue. <laughs> okay. You, you <laughs> don't just, taste it, but I mean, the, opening me the bottle, you do you do smell it a little bit. Yeah. As far as you can tell, no adverse reactions. Yeah. I don't um, I don't really have any spells that I think would illuminate this anymore. Okay. So if I don't get anything from the great beyond, um, I'll, I'll cork it back up and go to night night. Sounds like a plan. You guys rest for the night. The morning comes. Uh, it's bustling early. Uh, a lot of people will have stuff to do early in the morning as the dawn gets up. Uh, there is no breakfast service, sadly. The alarm never triggers. Um, <laughs> in the morning, you do hear people laughing and talking downstairs. 
And as you kind of wake up, Riff, you, you you just get this sense that he's not bringing you that breakfast. Serenity now. Serenity <laughs> now. Oh. If what I open the do? door, is there breakfast, though? You you open down and kind of look down uh, below, and it looks like there's some people eating. Um, there's some, like, trays of... Uh, just large, like just large loaves of bread that people are cutting off of. Mm. Then I go do that, and then I also put some in my bag. All right, uh, yeah, that same guy from the bartending from before is there. He seems a little hungover. He's like, "Oh, here you are," and he just kind of slides you some of the bread. Um, there's your breakfast. I grab it and I go, "I'm taking this." Oh, good, good. You need your energy. Mm. And I take like the whole half loaf or whatever, and I take a couple oh. of like bites. It's, off it's of like it. it's like it's big. Like you take a half loaf, that's like your pack. Yeah, you, you it, fold it into that spider pack. It goes into one of my eight slots. Yep. Cool. How do you guys want to start off the day? I'm doing my ritual, my normal morning ritual, and uh, it's a positive. It's a positive reading, and it's for Mister Ball. And so uh, it's considered favorable, favorable wins, and he gets a luck point that um, he can use any time today and loses it at dawn. It'd be handy. And we will go ahead and stop right there. Uh, pick up next week. Thank you guys for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your fiber optics, they're fucking yeah. up, bud. Yeah, the I, got, I got calcium deposits in these pipes, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us. With me, I have had... Uh, Dash is Thrakus. Bentley Michaels is Rafiri in Night Meadow. Brett as Arthur Magnus. Caleb is Scory Tilburn. Milo is Bowl. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring, eh? Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.